0: So to begin this podcast, I'd like to introduce myself first. My name is Matthew Magat, I'm 19 years old, and I'm currently a student at ECC. And to transition, I would like to firstly thank you, Jason, for taking the time to let me interview you. And I'm very excited to expand my perspective in life with this discussion. Before we dive deep into this topic, would you mind introducing yourself?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, my name is Jason Santorino. Um I'm 18 years old and I am a freshman at uh, Elgin Community College.
0: And also, I just wanted to let listeners know that I chose you for this interview because I'm aware of our differences in a religious aspect, and I've known you for about three years now, and I thought it would be really valuable to finally have a discussion on this topic, and I wanted to learn about a worldview that I'm not familiar with. Uh, For example, I came from a Christian background, and I'm just excited to learn about a different perspective from my own, And and I just thought that you would be a perfect person to interview. And also... Since we are the same age, I thought it would be uh, beneficial, since we can connect on a more intimate level, as opposed to if I interviewed someone older. So without further ado, if you're ready, uh, let's get started. So my first question is, how would you define the term religion? Because this term is very hard to define, considering how many cultures view religion differently, or even lack religion altogether. So I just want to know, what is your perspective on this? yeah
1: well, um, the way i see it is like religion is seen as like a uh, worship of a higher power you know like people believe that there is someone or something bigger than all of us and that um
0: we you know conform and like you know worship them basically okay yeah that's a, that's a good definition um so to follow that up, what religion would you identify with? For me right now, I, I identify as a Buddhist. Would you say you have a like a well rounded um, understanding of what Buddhism is? I'd say yeah. Decent. Decent. Alright. Could you could you describe like what types of rituals specifically you performed within Buddhism? And like how uh, and how they shaped your life maybe? Of course. Um Praying, like um, the Buddhist or the
1: monk would lead like a prayer, and usually we would go with the monk and recite what they say. Uh, another thing is meditation. It's a very, very uh, a common thing in uh Buddhism where uh, uh, monks believe that meditation is like the key to um, self peace, peace, and a lot of a lot of things related to um, our everyday life kind of our everyday life kind of things you know
0: okay. you know again but uh, yeah I'd say
1: those are like the two main practice that you should grow girl but and then there was like other events were like celebration and holidays but if you want me to go into that I don't know if you want me
0: to go into that. yeah yeah you can go there if you want yeah I mean anything would be great okay. I'm just trying okay, to learn then, more um, course uh like so i'd say
1: uh on on major holidays like like bots these are like basically where we go to uh temples and, and we basically uh bless food and then we give it to the monk but I, I don't really understand i don't really know like the reasoning behind doing that but i think it's like uh I think it's similar to when we, we feed uh, monks as well. So, like, uh, monks only eat one uh, one meal a day. They only eat lunch.
0: Oh, okay. Why is that? And, uh, why is that? Yeah. Because uh, it takes
1: time out of their day because they, they basically spend all day learning from Dharma, which is, like, the main part, like, the main, uh, what's that word?
0: Uh, the main... Uh, like idea? It's like, the, it's like a Bible, you know, like the Bible. Yeah, yeah. Like the
1: Buddhist version of a Bible. And they basically read and learn that all day. They they basically don't do anything else but study that.
0: Is, is it like the scripture for Buddhism? Is, isn't that like what, um if I'm thinking correctly, like the teachings of Buddha or something? Yes, yes.
1: The teachings of Buddha, uh, and basically it's the scriptures that they basically study and learn all day.
0: Uh, that's so that's why they only really eat one meal a day. Yeah, I didn't know that. I mean, like, how does that affect them, like, physically, though, and, like, mentally, just eating one meal a day? Are they still healthy, would you say? I'd say, I'd say,
1: yeah. Like, they'll, they'll, they'll last through the day. Maybe they can, you know, take a snack here or there. Like, that's that's why uh, we do Thumb We basically give them food and snacks and fruits so that they can, like, you know, feed on as they go through their day so they're not too hungry, you know. So uh, I, I don't really know if they
0: they do snack like in their free time, or they just really eat all their the whole meal for lunch. All right, I'm just wondering too. If someone wanted to become like a monk, is that like a hard thing to do? Like, can you even become one, or do you, do you have to get chosen? Like, what is that process like?
1: Anyone can become a monk. Um, I, I know, uh, I know, in like I think Myanmar or something that country. I think you're to become a monk like they require people like the men to become monks for at least four years of their lives and they can do anything or they can either uh pursue a career or they can continue to uh be monks in okay. that country but in like uh other countries like in Thailand, lao from what i know you can, it's a you choose to become a monk like you you want to become a monk then you can't you just have to talk to the monks at the temples about it and then they can start the of like you know
0: transforming you and stuff all right so what is like the central idea of buddhism we kind of touched on that earlier use meditation peace. what what exactly like, the main goal or philosophy uh behind buddhism from your understanding uh, from
1: from what i remember like basic precepts that um monks will live their life around these <laughs> Uh, 10 thing, 10 misconducts right so these are all um these are all uh, labeled as misconducts and it's basically uh I'll read them to you real quick all right so the first one is uh taking life like killing something like a human or an animal that's that's number one two is taking what is not given like stealing from somewhere uh, three is committing sexual misconduct like uh, you
0: know, yeah,
1: yeah. sex basically, adultery and uh layman. uh four engaging in false speech so lie basically, or knowingly lying to someone else. Uh, five using intoxicants like uh drinking, they can smoke but they can't drink. All, uh, six eating after midday. Oh, okay, so they can't snack. I just realized that they cannot snack, I guess. Okay. So six is eating after midday. So they only eat lunch. Uh seven, participating in worldly uh, amusements like going to concerts, uh music, like bars and all that, they can't do any of that. Uh eight, adorning with the body adorning the body with ornaments and using perfume like, like uh tattoos, uh piercings, they can't do anything that they can't wear cologne or perfume Uh, sleeping on high and luxurious beds this is interesting because um, I've been inside a monk's room before and they basically really sleep on like the bed that I have in my room like a a single person bed and it's sometimes like a mattress on the floor they sleep on mattresses on the floor or they'll just sleep on the floor entirely
0: Hmm. why do you think they do that that's interesting I've I think it explains it in some way. they don't. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I think it's because, I don't know, that's really interesting, I don't, I don't really know about that. Maybe they're just being higher than other people. I don't know if that makes I, sense. Like no, being, that, that does make
1: sense. It, I think that might
0: be it. Like Yeah, like literally they want to be down to earth, like literally and also figuratively, they just want to live simple and just, you know, just on the ground. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's really it. I think that's it. <laughs> Uh, and then the last one is accepting
1: gold and silver. So there are, uh, what are those things called? Uh, statues of monks that are made of gold and silver, but those are, you know, religious related. So like they can't, they can't really wear, uh, chains or necklaces or anything like that. So no type of jewelry. Yeah. They can't wear any of those kind of, uh, things on their uh, bodies and they cannot accept that
0: from anyone else basically okay those are I didn't know that like I didn't know those 10 things those are interesting but I noticed like they're kind of yeah. like rules right I guess if you want to compare that to Christianity the Ten Commandments or something it's kind of like yeah. rules you live by but I'm just wondering uh like with Buddhism like what are what are the thoughts on God like is does God play a role is he just non-existent within Buddhism?
1: I don't think he really is searching for like
0: God he doesn't believe that he's a higher power himself from what I think he does like, it, I, I does or does not did you say he doesn't doesn't okay I think the whole
1: goal of this religion is to find enlightenment like there isn't really a higher power that we uh, conform to but we basically believe in the system of karma and Basically, karma is like the good and bad things that you do throughout your life, and that basically determines. Because we do also believe in reincarn- reincarnation, that we come back as another life form. So, whatever we do in our past life affects what we what happens
0: in our next. Basically. Okay, that's interesting. So reincarnation. So, yeah. but, so, so, like the idea of God. It's it's kind of like I guess you could say irrelevant within Buddhism. You guys focus more on. Um, I guess, just like enlightening the mind and just living in the present moment and stuff like that? Yes. Yes. Exactly. All right. And um, within Buddhism, what would you say, what do you find to be unique about Buddhism that other religions or worldviews uh, differ on or lack? Like, what is unique about Buddhism in your perspective? I think, like I said earlier, um, the idea
1: of meditation and how heavily used it is in the religion. Like, when I go to the temple, I don't think I ever left without meditating, at least for half an hour to an hour. Wow. And, yes, yes. And monks, um, monks will, uh, literally lead, like, meditation walks to, they do, like, uh, they recite things from Dharma, and they do meditation walks to, like, you know, uh, ease the mind and become peaceful like my grandma participates a lot of those things so i'd say the heavy uh heavy use of you know uh meditation is what is
0: interesting that is pretty unique from uh other religions as well i'd say okay so like when you meditate like have you ever experienced something i don't know if spiritual is the right word but have you have you or any of your family members like experienced something like out-of-this-world or out-of-body experience where you were meditating, or... Personally, no. But I do know that people who do practice uh, practice every day
1: and, you know, actually uh, go with the religion, like, example, because she meditates, she basically is always calm and, like, peaceful, you know? She's
0: always, like, happy, I'd say. Yeah, okay. That's, that's how I see how meditation really works. So, like, uh, moving on, moving forward, how has being, like, a Buddhist um, impacted your relationships with other people? Like, do they ever play a role in how you make friends or how you even view other people?
1: Personally, for me, not really. Um, I mean, I respect everyone's religion, so I, I can't really compare mine to theirs. So... I don't really, religion doesn't really play a role with, uh, with, with like, my relationships with, with other people. I'd say, I'd say that's, that's how I see it. But I don't know about others, though, you
0: know? Okay, yeah, no, I, I just wanted to get your opinion on that. But yeah, that's interesting. Uh, so, yeah. like, going a different route here, like, going a philosophical route, um, how differently do you think the world would be if buddhism did not exist like let's say it was never uh created like how differently do you think the world would be for the whole world i, I wouldn't really know because christianity is basically like one of the biggest religions of the world but in India, buddhism and hinduism is like the bigger it's like i wouldn't know what What Asia would be if we didn't have Buddhism? That's just something I can't really wrap my mind around right now. Yeah, it's kind of interesting thought. Like, let's say if like Buddha, if the Buddha never existed, do you think eventually someone else would have became the Buddha, and like it would have happened anyway? Maybe. In your own opinion, you know. Um. Do you mind if I tell you the story
1: of how he was chosen, though?
0: Yeah, for sure. So,
1: I I'd say sorry. I'd say it's uh similar to uh, uh how Jesus Christ was born, you know, from uh, the Christianity religion. Um, basically, the mother of a uh, so basically the father and mother basically ruled time, and um, and she saw a white elephant in her dream, and basically soon she gave birth to her son who. Didn't want to uh, uh become the heir and uh of the king, king. So basically, he didn't want to be a prince. He basically he he had in mind to find enlightenment. Like his whole life, he he basically searched to become enlightened. So he basically uh went off the path and just basically became a monk himself to basically find why people suffer and all that and um
0: and what to do about it so repeat your question one more time and i'll try to tie it back together that's like do you think if buddha never existed would there be another buddha that came eventually and it would have happened anyway um well let's let's compare it to that uh jesus
1: christ story and the vir- uh, virgin mary right yeah why do you think she was chosen though why do you think she was chosen
0: that's a good question. Why do you think God chose him? Honestly, I don't really have an answer right now, but if I had to reflect on it, um, I'd say in my opinion, I feel like, you know, I don't think there was anything special about Mary. Uh, I think he just decided to choose her for no special reason. Honestly, I mean, but I don't know
1: why they chose the um, the the king and queen of time. I think- I don't know if there was like a specific reason but I think it is also random that that um it was just that family that it that was like yeah that was chosen for that you
0: know Actually if I, I don't really know the backstory If I think about it more I feel like God uh with with the Christianity I feel like he didn't really think about like why he didn't really think about like Mary particularly he was just more concerned about the place where Jesus would be born I think that's what he was thinking like he wanted to be um within that jewish community it's not that he chose mary specifically on purpose for like a special reason i think he just wanted it to be within that setting at that time so he just chose her as well i mean he had i guess his parents had a big influence on swaying people and and when they heard that the son would go on to his own path People would follow him as well, so I yeah. guess that's how he got a okay, big gathering of people. Because,
1: and then uh, when he did pass away, people started to basically follow
0: his ways of teaching. Mm, okay. You know, I'd say that. Yeah. But like, what what triggered his um, his search for like enlightenment and truth? Because like, it wasn't he like wealthy, from my understanding. Yes. And, and but, like, what what triggered that? That ties into the story. Because he was wealthy
1: he lived in a castle like a king's castle but his parents all his life sheltered him away from seeing poor sick people his parents did not want him to see that so basically one day when he did see that it made him sad and it made him it made him think why is the world so cruel and basically it, it, it kind of triggered him to go Psh
0: those kind of answers
1: why the world is so cruel to people
0: and then and then he found his answer through I guess like meditation and finding peace and like and, and that's how that was his answer to ending suffering yeah so basically the
1: reason why monks uh, shave their and wear robes and orange is basically to like understand why
0: why it is that people are you know so uh, moving forward how do you think um, Buddhism has like it's kind of the opposite question how do you think Buddhism has shaped the world on a large scale level like what has it contributed to society would you say
1: I'd say in a way shape communities to come of course religion but I think I think the idea of uh, Buddhism
0: is is basically to Are oh, you're good. Take your time. <sighs> of course. That's, like kind of, that's kind of hard. To... Yeah, no, it's kind of a deep question when you think about it. Like, what is well, from my perspective, like Buddhism, I f- obviously, I feel like it's it's brought a lot of peace to people, obviously, their meditation. But like, it's very unique in the sense that like All these other religions focus on like praying to god worshiping god and buddhism is more like nah just like meditate just list just listen to your own thoughts and it's kind of you find salvation through yourself that's what i see through it and i feel like people are very attracted to that because it's so contrary to like the abrahamic religions and other religions right yeah yeah so yeah basically people i think from their inner selves and basically
1: live in peace and the people who do follow it religiously are able to like, you know, achieve that kind of uh, idea of peace.
0: All right. So yeah, I think that's what All right, my next question is, um, if someone were to ask you uh, like why they should become a Buddhist, uh, how would you respond? Or if someone was just like, uh, on a quest of finding truth, and they're kind of dabbling in different worldviews. Uh, what would, you, how would you talk to this person?
1: I would really say that to become a monk, it, it really you basically have to give up your life, whatever you're doing right now. You have to give up everything: your job, your family, um, your friends. Well, yeah, your friends as well. Um, and you're basically going to be really isolated for a very long time. Okay. Um, and it takes a lot of, it takes a lot of mental, mental energy to basically be one because you're basically trying to find out like enlightenment and you're, you're reading, you're reading about it all day. So, it takes, it takes a lot of energy to, uh, I been saying like, you know even though even though
0: like you know yeah. it seem to be really do that much but I think they do do a lot and- yeah yeah, yeah. I, I see your point yeah it's like it's it's a really big commitment it's kind of ironic it's like when people think of Buddhists they kind of just think of oh these guys just like uh crisscross applesauce close their eyes, meditate all day like what's so hard about that but I feel like when you really look at it, it's kind of the opposite it's a uh, it's really a commitment it's like a marriage you know it's it's a lifelong thing so but yeah i appreciate that perspective so you would so from your answer what i'm getting is you would basically just uh tell someone that you know you really have to be committed right with this thing but yeah It, it really takes
1: a lot of commitment
0: so uh my next question is uh what do you believe is the biggest misconception a lot of people have about Buddhism? Like someone who doesn't really know about Buddhism or like just what is what is like a big misconception people have that you have noticed?
1: Honestly, I don't really hear a lot of people talk about Buddhism that much. Okay. And um from from what I can infer, like probably like probably stereotype or whatever. Um, I don't know. it's really interesting. I, I don't really see people generalize it like that. You know, yeah. They yeah. don't really say, "Oh, they just do this all day. They do all day." I don't really see them, you know, talk about things like that.
0: Okay, so you you just so you personally you just haven't heard any uh, misconceptions.
1: Yeah, personally, no,
0: I haven't. Okay, yeah, that's interesting. And um, my last question is. Uh, what does Buddhism mean to you on a personal level just like in a in a general sense like what what does Buddhism mean to you uh, Buddhism to me I think it means to
1: find to find your inner self to learn your emotions and to, to figure out ways to combat it and and like to understand why why you do these things and why they are bad, basically. So I think Buddhism, overall, is like a, a more of a self-reflection kind of religion. You know, mm-hmm. you gotta be, you gotta be the bigger self, and like, you know, act, act like, uh, act like the bigger person, basically. You know, uh, Buddhism doesn't believe in like, you know prevent or anything like that, or violence. So we really have to like be the bigger person and uh, basically
0: be the bigger person. But yeah, that's a great um, answer, man. Of- Okay, so to conclude, I just want to quick, quickly reflect on our discussion. I found it very interesting how much discipline it actually takes to be a committed Buddhist. Before this conversation, I thought Buddhism was a very easygoing religion, but from this discussion, it really, it actually takes a lot of commitment to be a genuine Buddhist, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I would. I agree on that point. Yeah, like I thought it was uh, just—I didn't know Buddhists or monks, I should say, only ate one meal a day, and uh, I think that takes a lot of commitment to just do that, and also um, just meditating for hours at a time. I thought that was uh, very interesting, and that really just displays how committed they are to their religion. It's just like the the
1: fasting and the uh, the hours of like, you know, sitting down and being able to like, you know, retain so much information, you know, trying to hold that kind of information from like the teachings
0: of Buddha, you know? Yeah, definitely. And also, uh, I also wanted to mention another aspect I found to be the biggest takeaway from our discussion were the similarities Buddhism has with other religions. I mean, obviously, there are major differences that Buddhism has compared to other religions. Like, for example, you guys have no God in your religion. But when you mention Dharma and how Buddhists follow these teachings, this really reflects how religion has a strong tendency of bringing communities together through a certain ideology. In Christianity, for example, we follow the Bible, and it's interesting to learn how Buddhists uh, read the Dharma. So when you think about it through this perspective, we really aren't that different. Um, and, I mean, what are your thoughts on this? Um, you know, we really aren't that different.
1: It's just um, the, the path that we decide to follow, you know. You know, as you go to Christianity and um, you have your own beliefs, and um, I have my own beliefs as well, I think, I think overall it's like bringing people together and, you know, it's like a safe space for, every, for uh, every person, you for every
0: question yeah no definitely it's like we we have our differences with our philosophies and life but it's through like these teachings that really shows how religion is all about bringing people together and that's a common pattern I see with religion and I find it to be a very beautiful aspect of religion to bring people together and I think that it helps people emotionally as well uh, <laughs> wouldn't you agree with that aspect yeah I definitely agree yes yeah I think uh, people find themselves more emotionally when they um they have something to believe in you know definitely definitely and lastly i just want to mention how many times in life not just with religion people are very narrow-minded with their viewpoints and it's having discussions like these like we did have like we had today that i believe move society in the right direction for understanding other people more and i just want to thank you one last time jason for being so open with me about your religion and worldview and helping me to see a perspective that I'm not familiar with. And I definitely learned a lot and I'm grateful for this opportunity. So before we end this podcast, uh, do you have any last words or thoughts you'd like to share with listeners about Buddhism?
1: Yeah, man, um, I don't really have anything more else to say, but um, if you really had any more questions that I couldn't really answer very well, I'd say like, you know, if you should really just go to uh, a place of worship or a temple. Um, like a Buddhist temple and, you know, uh, the monks over there would be more than happy to, like, you know, help you learn more about the religion itself. Because, like, you know, when I used to go to the temple, um, uh, I always had questions and, you know, he would always, uh, the monk would always help me uh, understand understand uh, what I had in mind at the time. So, I'm just trying to, throughout this whole interview, I just try to, uh, you know, uh, try to retain as much as, as I learned from uh, the
0: experience I had uh, you know, talking with monks so that that's really all I had to say as my set off Alright, well, I appreciate it Jason and thanks again one last time for this interview